one. Welcome to the Real Dilly Gaming. Everybody knows about the sports show, but we have taken our talents to the video game world. So on today, I do have Sean Jones with me, and I am Mar Johnson, the one, the only. I don't think there's any more of me out there. There better not be at least. Uh, and what we want to get into right now is uh, first thing I want to definitely get into here is the new skateboarding game skater xl now there have been really no really skateboarding games since skate 3 which was one of my favorites and all-time like favorite pastime game to play whenever i got like bored or wanted to go to sleep and i'm like you know i just need to play something that will you know not get me hyped up like your shooter games and fighting games but just enough to where it's like you know what i did this and now i'm gonna go pass out now uh skater xl has like really taken Taken off pretty good, I believe. Like they got great reviews, and it's a fun game. It's very realistic, so it's not one of those where you can just do whatever trick you want to do and land it. You have to literally plan what trick you're about to do. It takes that skate three like hard mode times twenty in terms of like <laughs> getting tricks lined up and how to land them and everything like that. So, I guess I want to start with Sean. I know you've been playing it for a while since you, uh, you're a PC guy, and you've been playing it since it originally came out. Uh, when it was like a cheaper cost point, it was like 15 bucks or something like that. Uh, you know, you've seen it start from the bottom and like literally grow into something uh, with the help of mods and other modifications there. Uh, what is your like, I guess, full, what do you think about the game in general? I mean, you've had it since it started. I personally, I love it. I mean, it's just one of those games where after a long day, you know, I can just sit back just relax if I want to listen to the soundtrack as well. Soundtrack's pretty fire, if you ask me. Um, and, you know, there's a couple different maps. I know a lot of people say it's limited and everything, but it is a small studio. And, you know, they the people at Easy Day Studios, you know, they have to fill the expectation of what EA did with Skate 3 with a much bigger team. So, um I think so far them executing what they had as their vision in correspondence with how they've tied in some of the community maps into the official game just shows that they're invested into their, uh, their customer base. And, um, you know, as somebody who spends money on video games, that definitely means a lot because I'm actually having to choose which game I want to buy. So if a company is going to stand behind their customer, then I'm more likely to support them in the future. Mm -hmm. I I definitely agree with that. You know, I mean, with them being a upstarting company and them creating something that's pretty solid, like I've noticed there are some little hiccups here and there for what I've seen. But other than that, they've been pretty solid. Like, even I can't complain about the, like, the solidness of the game and locations and maps and all that fun stuff. And I just feel like it's a great, a, like, a good skateboarding game, right? Like, I just feel like it's a solid skateboarding game that's going to take things up um, to the next level. But something else that's been really solid uh, that I've recently been playing, been on and off playing and God knows I've been rusty, is Rocket League. And I found out that they're now free to play. Something Mark. that they... What's up, Cammy? Yeah. I had to cut you short. We should mm-hmm. roll it back one more time. All right. The reason why is because I feel like in the Skater XL conversation, we could have kept it going, but you transitioned too quickly. Mm. And we get sense when the conversation gets dead. But because it's a newer game, we should talk about it a little bit more and go back and forth a little bit more um, just so people get, like, a better idea of it. Gotcha. So, all right. All right, cool. So, we can run it back. What's what's the – I'm not doing that whole ad and cut off and ad shit. We'll just cut it out because I'm tired of doing that. It's getting annoying. (laughs) Okay, so we're we're just going to – We're just going to – Yeah, we're going to give it, like, let's do 50 seconds and then we'll just start over. And I could just cut it, um, cut it out. Okay. Because okay. I'm not. So we're, we're doing everything from the top. Yeah, we're just going to do everything from the top one more time. And then we can just stay on skater ourselves for a while and just go at it, I guess. Right. 
I like that you tied in some of what I said last time into mm-hmm. the retake. Exactly. God damn, I never knew if like 30 seconds could take this damn long. I thought 30 seconds. Shit's still going. Jesus. 746, 747. Jesus Christ. Come on now. Get to the five second marker. All right. Take like number six. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the first episode of the Real Dilly Gaming. We all know about the sports channel, but now we're going over to the gaming side of life where, hey, everybody plays games, right? So I am now uh, accompanied by Sean Jones. This is Mar, your host here, and we're going to start with Skater XL, skateboarding game that a lot of people enjoy, uh, a skateboarding game that has kind of changed things. The last skateboarding game we had was Skate 3, which was uh, kind of Skate 2 better, to be <laughs> brutally honest, but Skate 3 was the last official skateboarding game that's come out on console. Uh, now, Skater XL started out on PC. Uh, it was a solid game that a lot of people got into. Definitely realistic. Uh, something that I personally enjoy in a skateboarding game. I don't want to land every trick. I want to be tactical. Okay, you know what? I'm going to kick, flip, board slide this, or I'm going to blunt slide that. Uh, it's definitely interesting. Um, now, for those of you who want to kind of look into it, it is available on consoles, on PS4, Xbox One. Uh, it is also on PC as well. It is a $39 price tag. But I personally think it's worth the 39 bucks. But to talk to someone who's had the game before it had a $39 price tag, I'm going to take it over to Sean. Sean, what do you think about Skater XL? Uh, I know you've had it on PC for a while, and I know it just came over to the console. But since you had it for a bit so far, what were your first expectations when you first got it compared to now? Um, great question. I didn't really go into it with any expectations. Only because, um, you know, I know going in with expectations, there's a possibility of being let down. And I wanted to go in with it um, as open-minded as possible. So when I bought Skater XL, I think I ended up paying $15 for it. Um, At the same time, I ended up buying Session, which is another um, skateboarding game that was developed after the uh, popular Skate 3 which a lot of people remember as one of EA's uh, biggest titles there. So um, when I got into it, like I said, I didn't really have any expectations. I just wanted to go in and kind of see what it had to offer. Um, I noticed right away that one of the biggest things, like you pointed out, was it's not as easy as some of the other games. So just learning how to turn um, was a little bit difficult. You're used to turning just with the joystick there, but in this game, you actually have to hit the triggers to be able to go left and right. And there's a little bit more re- realism because each of the uh, each of the analogs um, is in correspondence with where your foot would be on the board. So left foot would be the left analog stick, right foot would be the right, and if you skate goofy, you know, it would be backwards. So it's just something that you would have to Put a little bit more thought into and for me personally you know if i'm going to invest in a game if something is you know a game that i can beat in like two hours or whatever i might not feel like i got my money's worth but something that i can play for you know 100 200 hours and really have to grind to get to a level where i can execute exactly what i'm trying to do it takes time and for me that's worth it for a video game so Fair enough. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I play a lot of single-player type games with single-player campaigns and um, all that stuff. And for them to come out with a skateboarding game that didn't necessarily focus on building a brand or build, having a team or going through a story-type scenario where all you do is just skate, just like you would if you went to an actual skate park or an actual, took out your board and went to the streets. Like, I thought that was just awesome. Right. To have something where it's like, you know what, we're not putting all the there are some challenges in there you can do like trick challenges. But to have it where you can literally just play the game, like you just get in there and you start skating 
right? It's the same way as it would be in real life. Like you go to the spot, you go to the park, you break up the board, and you just start skating, right? Like it definitely is a game to where if you're someone who wants to look for, oh, I want to have a story or I want to have it where I can build a brand or I want to have it where I can get a sponsorship style of game, this may not be your cup of tea, right? You know, everything's pretty much already given to you from the clothes to the different parks. Um, hopefully more parks come soon um, because they are fun, but definitely add in more parts or the option to create your own park um, for console players like myself. It's fun. I mean, generally, I literally sat here one day. Uh, wait, uh, the other day, I literally sat and played it for four hours straight. Just this one game. Didn't even touch Call of Duty. Didn't touch Rocket League or any other game or Heck, didn't even, didn't even watch, like, Amazon Prime or anything like that. I just kept playing this one game because I was having such a blast with it. It's like the ultimate time killer. And you can just have so much fun doing it. Because, like, once you do one line or one set of tricks, you're like, ooh, I want to try this now. I want to see if I can do this or do that. And you just keep coming up with these crazy creative ideas. And you could do it at a courthouse. You could do it at a school. Like, you could do it at a park. You can do it in the street somewhere like it's just a crazy crazy game that i enjoy a lot of very realistic like i said earlier i just want to see easy day come out with some more content for it especially for console i get it on pc you got the modifications but they come out with some content like dlcs or uh or even just an update i don't even care if it's an update just give me more because i'm 100 percent in for it um you got different, like the brands they have are some premium stuff. I would love to see some Nikes on there, but you know, they ain't got that yet. They got DC and New Balance. They got Vans. They got Lakai. But it's like, come on, give us some more brands, right? And I get it, some with licensing and all that stuff that might be harder to to, to obtain, I guess, because um, you're dealing with like companies branding and their face and you know, I don't know how that works in the legal world of people for that sort of thing, but that'd be dope to see in the console version or having a way of bringing stuff from the PC version to the console version would be pretty fire. Like, I'm not going to lie. It'd be pretty fire. Yeah. But, and they've done that with a couple of the maps. Yeah. And then they gave us like some good maps. Like I love the Hudland map. Like it's not the biggest skate park, but I love it because it's just like an indoor park that you're in, but to tell everybody hardest trick to try to do on that deck, blessing on that conversation game is for me, is landing the perfect tray flip. I can't do it. I always do like some crazy like, oh, you did a double tray flip or you did a 360 hard flip. I just want to do a basic tray flip. Like, I just want to learn the basic tray flip. It's, I, I just can't do it. I flick the sticks too hard and then it goes away. Like, yeah, I know, right? But then it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So then it goes away. Uh, but definitely, guys, like, for sure, if you are ever interested in a good solid skateboarding game, especially since we haven't had anything in a while, you know, this will be the game to give it a shot. Um, I do know recently EA has announced that they are now going to do a Skate 4, uh, which is kind of redundant because they had all this time to do Skate 4. It's been a solid few years. You could have been came out with a Skate 4, but... They did not, uh, but definitely check out this game, guys. I mean, before we before you hop onto you know a big video game company, check out Easy Day, check out Skater XL. I can guarantee you, from me personally, you will fall in love with the game. It is very fun. It is very time consuming, and if you're somebody who likes that, you know, uses have a lot of time on your hands, get creative, right? Have some fun with the game and enjoy it. Because it's it's going to be a top game, I think. I think it's going to become something way, way bigger than what it's going. Now, I do want to kind of shift gears a bit here in terms of something that's finally become free to play. And that would be Rocket League. Now, everybody, a lot of people know what Rocket League is. Pretty much soccer with cars or basketball with cars or hockey with cars or can't really do football with cars yet, but that's a major league gaming go-to. This game has been around for some time now. Um, Definitely gets a lot of plays, and with it being free to play, it definitely makes it where a lot more players can, you know, hop in and join in on the fun. 
Uh, I know, Sean, I know myself and you and Harris, who couldn't be with us right now, uh, you know, we've all been playing it for some time. I know I play on and off and I get super duper rusty and then I can't switch the camera mode to save my life because I've been playing it forever. Uh, I know you've been playing it for a bit here. You know, like, what do you expect to see since the game is now free to play? Um, great question. I just expect to see many people that were just curious about it. Just try it out. And like you pointed out, there's different modes. So it doesn't have to be something where you have to be the best at it. You don't even really have to be good necessarily. You just have to naturally, you know, have fun with it and just naturally have other people to play with, you know, for the most part, that's that's what really enriches the experience for us is, you know, the moments where we do goofy stuff or, you know, we have a crazy play and we, we can laugh about it or, you know, we can clown each other about it or whatever, you know. But um, I think that similar to other free-to-play games like, um, like Fortnite, for example, that ended up coming out on mobile devices as well. And that was really big and a lot of what um, a lot of what really ties that all together is the fact that Rocket League is one of those games where even though it's available for all of the consoles, everybody can play online with the same people regardless of which console they're on. And that's huge because computers, it can be anywhere from about 500 upwards to several thousands of dollars consoles aren't cheap either your average console is going to start at about like two hundred dollars and it's going to work its way up to six seven hundred dollars depending on what you're buying so the fact that you know john can be on playstation you can be on playstation harrison's on xbox i'm on pc or i'm on the switch we can all play online without having to buy another system that's everything. So I think it's going to end up blowing up because of that, even more so than before. Oh, I definitely believe it's going to blow up. I mean, we know they currently were on uh, Rocket Pass 6, Season 6 of the Rocket Pass. Um, I do. I expect big things for Season 7 if that does drop. I know they took away Ranked, which was weird. Um, granted, being free to play, I hope they bring that back because that was – fun, you know, getting very competitive with very, very competitive players from different categories. Uh, and for those of you who haven't played Rock League, by categories, you had uh, bronze, gold, platinum, and I believe there was a diamond class, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, for the ranked, they just ended this current season, so there's no ranked until the new season starts. So, we're in a little bit of a lull kind of like an off-season. The ranks are bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, um, and then you go champion and then grand champion. So it's definitely a high, high skill level, um, what do they say, high learning curve. Um, Even from champion to grand champion, there's a huge, huge gap. Like the, the people in Grand Champion, the ball doesn't even touch the ground. It literally, as soon as one person touches it, it just goes back and forth until somebody ends up, you know, putting it in the net. Well, like I said, you know, it's it's not even about being the absolute best person at, at the game because there's just so many different aspects to it that one person could be really good at just making killer saves. Mm-hmm. One person can be really good at just blowing up the other card. Pretty much what and I do. There's another person, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and it's necessary. It's a good strategy if you can execute it properly. You know, it ends up taking one of their people out, and then it's a three v two situation. So, but then the other person on the team has to be able to get into position so you can, you know, so, outplay them. So for those listening, there was a uh, we were playing this one match and. Uh man, what was it? What was that game we were playing where like the ball goes straight for the net every it's, time? It's uh, called Heat Seeker. Yes. Heat Seeker. So we're playing Heat Seeker, and it was it just came out. So we're like, all right, let's try this Heat Seeker thing out. So at first we're like, whoa, what God's 
good name is this crap? Like, you know, and we're just like, what did the, did that just go straight into the net? And, uh, so I decided, I'm like, you know what? I have a grand special idea. Here's what I'm going to do. Since it looks like there's one person on the other end of their goal there, I'm going to go down there and blow him up. <laughs> so I just I just keep driving straight for other players and taking them out. <laughs> and somehow we kept winning matches just for me going down there towards their net so they can't block anything and just running into them. And I just kept doing it match after match after match after match. And then, of course, another team had the same idea, and they did it to me. And I was a target. I was just getting bombarded. I'm like, all right, Coleman, go to. All right. Uh, guys, we might lose this match because this plan I had is failing miserably right now. And it was just – it's just a fun game to have. I wish – right like Sean said, you know, like the like you said, I'm sorry uh, – it's the off season, right? We can either A, practice and train, or B, we just say the heck with it and just do whatever, right? Um, I'm really looking forward for them to bring I can't wait to see what the new season is going to have in store. I mean, I barely made it through season six. But I can't wait to see uh, what season they're going to come out with next. And I, I'm super excited about it because having it where you can have this game – that is cross-platforming, which a lot of – I know a lot of games are starting to go to. They're also going to go to that cross-platform style of play. And now consoles and PCs, it just depends on preference at this point, um, on what you are – what interface you're comfortable with and what controller you're comfortable with or how you feel about certain things. Uh hope to see that that's happening. Now, a game that – speaking of – and go back to Seasons um, – Call of Duty has released Season 5. Um, now, Call of Duty has also, or Activision, I should say, has also ran into some other issues here as well. Uh, one issue that you yourself uh, have been dealing with, Sean, um, in terms of your account. So I kind of want to talk about that a bit and just share that with all of our list here on what's been going on. So, you know, I'm going to let you take the reins on this one because when you explained it to me, I couldn't believe it. I thought you were joking around about it because I still saw your name there. Um, and it's still there. <laughs> it hasn't gone anywhere. Um, so what's been going on with this? Like, how did this all play? Like, what happened? All right, Mark. So here, here's the situation for everybody who's listening out there. Um, I'm very frustrated about this, so I, I, I'm gonna have to get myself together for this one because it, it, it's it's crazy to me. So, like we were talking about earlier with Rocket League, um, one of the things that's very important to me as a gamer is just the community and just being able to laugh and joke around with my friends. Especially since you know we work together and everything, it's just nice to have a nice chill moment after a intense and challenging day so that's what call of duty and warzone and all that was for me because it was cross-platform and a lot of people played it what ended up happening was i ended up investing 60 dollars into the game i ended up buying a couple battle passes which were like 15 to 20 dollars a piece something like that and over time, even though I didn't really enjoy the gameplay because it wasn't what Call of Duty had always been, I grew to accept it because the majority of my friends were on it. Now, don't get me wrong. There were times where I had a lot of fun on Warzone and everything like that. But the majority of the reason why I played it was just the community aspect and being able to compete with my friends in some sort of team-based aspect. So over time, we would grind for these things called camos, you know, just different skins for the guns and everything. And as I found myself starting to go for the top completion camouflage called Damascus, you know, where you pretty much just end up, uh, you know, getting all of the challenges maxed out for all of the guns. Um, this was something that, you know, I had previously avoided, but at this time, because two other friends had gone for it, I decided, you know what, I'm up for the challenge. I'm going to play this game anyway, so I'm going to go for it. So 
I had a couple days where, you know, I started to really get into the flow of being able to play this game. Um, I had some technical issues with my computer. It's my first ever built computer. So there were some issues with, you know, some of the RAM that I had, Mm -hmm. some changes to the graphics card um, in the middle of already playing it. So I had to adjust some settings and everything. Finally got it to a point where the game was running stable, no issues. I'm starting to really get a hang of it. And then all of a sudden, one day I go to log in and for the first time ever, I'm told that I need to sign into my Activision account. Now, the thing about Call of Duty is when you play it on a console, you know, the console itself is basically the program Mm -hmm. that ends up allowing you to play it. But on the PC, we have things called launchers. Launchers allow for us to be able to play it. And in order for the launcher to be able to play it, you need to be signed into an account. So the fact that I was prompted to sign in even though this game is linked to another account, immediately a red flag. So I went to go sign in with my email address, and I have a couple, and my password did not work. So no problem. I'm not going to fool around with it. I'm just going to go ahead and reset the password. So I reset the password, get into my account. As soon as I get into my account, I see my PlayStation is linked to it. So I'm like, okay. I have my PlayStation friends on my PC account. This has to be the same account. No problem. So I go to log back into the actual game. I log in successfully. As soon as I get into the game, I see a level one. And I see a gamer tag that is not my gamer tag. It's just the standard default gamer tag when you don't choose a name. Anon followed by some random numbers. So I go to check my friends list. I don't have any of my friends other than my friends that are also on the Battle.net PC launcher, um, which was one friend at the time. I could see my progress on the Call of Duty app, but I couldn't click on anything. Mm -hmm. Every time I would click on something, it would just have some sort of error, like an error occurred. So... I try to get in contact with Activision on their chat and their chat is down. They have a pop-up saying that because of COVID, they have limited time frames, so they're going to have extended wait times. I get that. I understand. So I'll just call. Maybe calling will be faster. So I go on Google. I find their telephone number. I find the same telephone number on their official website, so I know it's legitimate. I call it. Phone doesn't even ring. Phone just automatically hangs up on you. There's no way to get in contact with them through chat. There's no way to get in contact with them through phone. Uh. So at this point, the reason why I, you know, initially said how I got into Call of Duty and the money that's invested is because what they're not realizing, and eventually I did get through to Activision and I was told that there was nothing that they could do. And that my account had been deactivated. Um, and that the reason why this happened is because it's no longer linked to the email address. And there's no way that they can get it back. But they haven't acknowledged the fact that if I didn't authorize this, mm. somebody else did. Or your system did. Mm. So if your system did, you as a company, you need to take ownership and you need to say, our system was faulty. And you as a customer, you lost access to the content that you paid for. Therefore, we need to do something about this to correct the situation. Or if somebody is hacking into accounts, then you need to acknowledge that your security system is flawed and that you are responsible because this is a game that you sell to people with the assumption that they, when they put in their account information, that their account information is going to be safe. Now, I wasn't out you know, paying for camouflages or, um, you know, sharing any account information with anybody. So there would be no reason why anybody else would be in the account other than one of those two scenarios. See, what what, what kills me is something that you mentioned a second ago with how they pretty much just disown everything happening. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane because I've never heard of a I mean, granted companies can do what they want. We all know how that plays out, but for them to you have no idea what happened, you're just SOL'd. 
you know, you're shit out of luck and you got to make a new account. That's foolish. Is after the money that you've invested into this game and for them not to take ownership. And they can see that I, I can't believe they can't see where the it shows you being logged in, it shows you being successful, and then all of a sudden it deletes it, right? Like, I can't believe they can't see that. There, there should be some type of log or something showing where, hey, yeah, his account was in great standing, he was fine, and all of a sudden it dropped off. Like, what can we do to recover his, his information or at least return your funds that were used to pay for these packs? Yeah, because the thing about it is the solution is very simple. The solution is to unlink the account again because, mm-hmm. like I said, the game was purchased on Battle.net. So Battle.net primarily was what I was logging into. Therefore, my account information should actually be stored under Battle.net. The problem seems to be that because it's linked to my PlayStation and I've never played it on PlayStation, it thinks that I'm starting over from that PlayStation as if the PlayStation is the primary account mm. and the and the PC account is secondary. So the issue is when your account is deactivated or taken over, you are unable to unlink that account again for another 12 months. So you're in a period where you can't get a hold of the support team to be able to explain the case to explain that this was not something that was done in error. This was something that was malicious and that you did not authorize this. And, you know, at at any job, for the most part, if you're not satisfied with the response, you can usually go to a supervisor. And a supervisor usually has extended um, capabilities that they can do that their colleagues below them don't have access to. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to assess the situation and say this person has documentation that they are the legitimate owner of this account and there are multiple people coming forward, then find a way to be able to override that so you can unlink the account and you can link it back. So that's the problem. They're saying that there's not a solution, but the solution is very easy. And other games have been able to come up with that. Mm. For sure. It's just it's just a shock that Activision is being so nonchalant about this, right? Like they're being so non-active about this. And it kinda sucks because it that that that's a game that we will all get hyped off as soon as we got off where are oh, yeah, who's hopping on the duty tonight, right? Like who's gonna be on mm-hmm. here? Who's gonna be playing or yeah, y'all ready to drop or y'all ready to do this? And the day I like that day, I remember because I'm just like, all right, bet like I'm on it. I was on all day, and you're like, yeah. Did anybody see my name? Yeah, dude, you're right here. I'm looking at it, and then you said like, you know what? To hell with them. I'm not dealing with this right now. And like, it, it, they lost. They're losing people, and they don't seem to care about losing people. Like, and I want to run it back to like Easy Day, right? Easy Day is a startup company, and they created a game based around skateboarding and just skateboarding alone where you don't have to, for right now, at least you don't have to buy any packs or none of that crap. Call of Duty's been out forever, going back to like what PlayStation do. And yeah, I think it started out on the PC as a matter of fact, like even before that. Yeah. And then PS2. Yeah. It's been around forever and it started out where, Hey, you're just playing the game. You're playing out of the campaign. And then when they started getting to like multiplayer modes, you're playing multiplayer modes. Now all of a sudden it's, I remember, for example, like Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, you still didn't have all that buy this pack, buy that pack, uh, scenario of stuff, right? Like you were just playing, the video game that's it now circa playstation 4 and uh you know xbox one statuses now is all this buy this you know downloadable content downloadable content ten dollars here ten dollars there these microtransactions which a lot of companies have gone to i mean look at rockstar rockstar is bleeding grand theft auto 5 dry they're bleeding it dry and it's just yeah. like, is this a good move? But the thing is, they're making their bread off of it. People are still buying, right? I haven't touched GTA in over two months. I have the game sitting in my on my in my PlayStation as we speak, and I still haven't touched it. You know, I've only probably bought some from them twice. And these microtransactions are they? I look at two K two actually. 
you know, Madden does have microtransactions, but Madden, Madden, you just play football, right? But with 2K, like, to get your character leveled up, you either play the campaign, the career mode, or you buy the credits to boost your character up. And it's like, they're making a slaughtering amount of money off of this because people don't want to grind no more. You know, like, screw it. I want to pay for it. I'm glad that you brought that up, Mark, um, because this is an issue that did not just happen with just myself. I actually, 14 days ago, created a post on Reddit. Currently, it's sitting at 68 upvotes. It's on the official R Modern Warfare page. And there's several people that are saying the same exact thing. I mean, we have a guy who has over 250 hours logged in and same exact issue, top comment. Um, we have guys who have gotten the Damascus camouflage. We have guys who have purchased um, the most expensive version of the game with the additional COD points, which COD points for anybody who doesn't play Call of Duty, there is a way to exchange your physical currency for in-game currency specifically to get cosmetic items. Cosmetic items that do not necessarily give you a competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. They just change the way the guns look. And these are completely taken away when your account is taken out. It's as if you've never played the game. You've never spent any money in the game. So... Like in, in that kind of situation, if you have an account takeover, you have a fraudulent situation. This is mm. technically a crime. So this is something that I don't feel like a company should necessarily just sweep under the rug and pretend like it's not an issue. And there's several shady things that I've seen in regards to, um, you know, their business practices. For example, um, one of the things that I noticed immediately after my conversation with the person from Activision is when you go in to report the issue, um, there are new categories now. See, I, I had to choose my symptom is not listed as the way for me to be able to schedule a chat support um, appointment. Mm-hmm. Now, Afterwards, they had two different things. They had my rank has been reset to level one. And they had my account was deactivated as choices. But this was something that was completely unheard of when I originally brought up my concern. Um, At this time, they had also been involved in a class action lawsuit back in January. Um of 2020, January 28th. And there were multiple people that had their accounts deleted and the law firm was able to actually get those accounts back. I'm not sure to, you know, what extent they were able to, you know, do that, what they had to go through to be able to do that, but they were able to do that. Um, They have been notified about this as well. There was a major YouTuber. um, I believe his name is Rexy Gator on YouTube. Um, he posted on Reddit and his post had over 7,000 upvotes with Mm. multiple people also saying the same exact thing. And this guy has probably about a thousand followers on YouTube. So there were a lot of people that he did not know that were also invested in the same issue. And the response to our modern warfare was actually to take that post down. They said by him sending his information out and telling his story, he was bringing a call to action. And as a result, they had to take down the post because it violated the code of conduct. Mm. Now, I don't know anything officially, but if you ask me, that sounds like Activision was trying to sweep that under the rug or because this subreddit uses this platform for Activision and everything, maybe they need to maintain a certain standard in how they talk about Activision or the content that they present on this official subreddit. Maybe they have to dictate that according to how Activision wants it. So that's why they swept that under the rug. So that's just my speculation. But to be honest with you, I haven't really gotten anywhere since 
I reached out to the supervisor. He told me the same exact thing, and I came back with a rebuttal saying that there was a technical issue in the game that either allowed a security exploit Mm -hmm. or it allowed for your systems to unlink the account without notifying anybody. So we've moved on to bigger and better games, you know? And speaking of that, uh, you put me onto this. Uh, something I think that's going to blow up eventually. Uh, another game I believe there's going to when it, as it comes out with more content and as things advance and it's already wacky and crazy as 2020 that we don't know what else can go wrong. Uh, is Rogue Company now? For those of you, I just started playing it literally tonight. Right, I just started <laughs> playing it. I have not. Uh, done anything else i literally just started playing this game and it's thanks to you <laughs> that i started playing it and i like it um i thought i was going to be horrible at it because i'm i didn't know what to expect i didn't know if i was getting something like call of duty-esque fortnite-esque and it does for what i've seen like it is that third person shooter style um but it's not like fortnite at all i like fortnite at all um the gameplay is pretty solid Little wacky, little, little wacky, not not too wacky. It takes definitely do the tutorial first. You will be uh definitely do the tutorial first. I'm glad you and Timmy Sean because I was about to say screw it and just jump in and start going ham. Um, but the tutorial does definitely help out. Uh, Rogue Company, I gotta play it some more. Um, definitely, and it is cross play too. So I mean, for those who may be dealing with the same Activision. Bullshit. I'm gonna call it that. Um, you know, for those of you dealing with this Activision bullshit, and for those of you who are like, you know what, I'm kind of tired of the microtransactions. You know, definitely check out Road Company. Um, it's I thought it was phenomenal. Like Sean, how long have you been playing Road Company for? I've been playing Road Company, I think, for about a week now. Um, you know, off and on because you know I've been back to work and stuff like that, but um. Yeah, Rogue Company, at first, I was a little bit hesitant because when you look at Rogue Company, you see the DNA of a lot of other games. So, like you mentioned, the third person, immediately because it's cartoony and third person, first thing I can think about is Fortnite. And when you have the person jumping out of a plane just to land on the map, I'm thinking Fortnite. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is probably going to be kind of corny. Then I see when you have to start the match, you have to purchase your guns um, like you do on Counter-Strike, which is very popular on the PC, and also Valorant, which was another game that was modeled very similar to to CSGO. Um, But the thing about it is, man, I can't stop playing it. It's just one of those games where, you know, the rounds are so quick and you come so close to to winning or you win in such a spectacular fashion that it just, it really gets you going, man. It just, you feel really good when you get that crazy dub or when you were just like that close. It's kind of like that war zone feeling of Mm -hmm. getting a really good win, but on a smaller scale because it happens more frequently. And I like how quick it is for you to just be able to jump back in another game. I like how I can play it on my Switch if I want to, you know? Right now, it has three different price points because it's still in a closed beta phase. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, it's going to end up becoming free-to-play. Now, we don't know if there's going to be a Battle Royale mode or anything like that. But the beta came out in July, and they already have a 2020 roadmap out talking about the new features that are coming in. So they had things that were plaguing the game early, like people leaving early, and then you still have other rounds to go through. So now they're at an advantage, but you can't leave because if you leave, you're not going to get the progress for, for, you know, staying in the match. So now they have ways to remedy that by giving people penalties. So now they can't go to another match because they left early. Gotcha. So like we were talking about with Easy Day and with Activision is, you know, the the common theme here is these are games where they're listening to the community. They have plans and actions in place 
so they can continue to enhance the experience for the customer. And that's where supporting certain large corporations, you really start to have to think about that. Like, if I'm tired of paying for the same 2K game every year with an updated roster, why do I continue to buy this game? Why do I continue to buy Madden if it's the same thing every year? Part of the problem is that there's no real competition, which may be why Skate 4 never came out. They needed to have a lull between skateboarding games to create the demand for a Skater XL for a session that we didn't really mention tonight. But session is another game that is, you know, trying to replace that void that everybody has of a Skate 3. But, you know, to sum it up, I definitely recommend Rogue Company. Um, try it out right now. It's 15 bucks to start out. If you want all the operators, it's $30. If you really love the game or just love how it looks, you can spend $60 and get some cosmetics. Or you can wait until it becomes free to play. They haven't announced when that's coming out, but probably sometime um, either fall or winter of 2020. So. Hey, man, I'm all for it. I think it's going to be awesome. Now, I want to just real quick before we end this, best clutch win. I know you talked about getting clutch wins in game modes. Now, granted, for a road company, I didn't expect to do as good as I did. I mean, I truly, especially when we played the goddess that he had 20 kills his past two games. Uh, I did not expect to do as good as I did with my little seven kills. I'm like, hey, I'll take it. But uh, best, and I'm going to ask you this one too, right? So best clutch win in any game that you played that's multiplayer. For me, it was, granted, we I know we're kind of going against Activision right now, but for me, it was that uh, Warzone win when I had one bullet left in the chamber in the M4, and I literally just turned around and just shot the dude and <laughs> just ended it. Um, that, that was my first ever Warzone win, um, and it was amazing because I remember it was you, uh, the other Sean, and you guys were like, Dude, he's right there. You got one bullet left, and that's all I needed. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. all I needed. I was just, whoop, boom. He just won. Yep. <laughs> it was my first and only Warzone win that I've ever had. That was your uh, only? That was the only. I hadn't had another one. I never had one before. See, Activision, like time, Activision needs to get their shit together, for real. Like, I'm tired of me, playing with them me. because we need to make this happen again, bro. Because it's like every time I play with, with, uh, with Sean – he wants to go hot dropping, and then as soon as we get in a place, we get clapped. It's like, what's the point? And now that they have the update and the stadium's open, he's going to want to, oh, let's go, go into the stadium. No, let's not go into the stadium. Let's stay away from there. Like, let's run the outskirts, move in for the attack. Let's not sit on the out. Like, let's not be in the heat of it all. Let's move into the attack. The game mode is meant to be a survival battle royale. You're supposed to make it to the end. Hot dropping is cool because you get the most stuff, but you're going to get clapped and go to the gulag quicker. Nobody wants to go to the gulag. I hate it in there. I get <laughs> guns that suck. Like, I win by literally the skin of my teeth. So it's just, dude, stop hot dropping. Or, oh, Mar, why are you all the way over there? Because you guys are about to die. Like, <laughs> I already know what's about to happen. That's why I go over here by myself. You know, and so for me, that was my closest win. But to close it, Closest win in any multiplayer game. Uh, that was a really good scenario because I actually forgot about that game. But when you said that you had one bullet left, that that was spectacular. That was yeah, that was insane. Um, <laughs> as far as like my wins and everything, like on Wars, and they're pretty fun and everything. But I, I think what takes the cake is definitely. Um, just any win that I have with Harrison where it's like a close game because, you know, we have this crazy chemistry where he does something spectacular and I'm like, yo, that's like the coolest thing in the world. And then I do something. And he's like, yo, you're the craziest Rocket League person play, uh, player I've ever seen. And like, this it'll be it. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, It'll be neck and neck, and all of a sudden, you know, just out of nowhere, and just score a game-winning goal in overtime out of nowhere. And it's just, it's a crazy feeling. So, 
any game where it's close, competitive, a little bit difficult, and, you know, you just persevere. I think that's my favorite. So I think they're all pretty much pretty much about the same, but any win with Harrison is just hilarious to me. So. Oh, it's going to be funny because the one man does commentary. And oh, my God. He does oh, fantastic People, listen. One day there will be uh, streaming footage. One day there will be audio footage of this. When I tell you this man literally will do commentary, play-by-play commentary while he is playing Rocket League, it is the greatest thing you'll ever hear. Like it is, it sounds like you literally are at a hockey match or a or a hockey game or a soccer match, and you literally have a live commentator. Like he will literally just go live. He'll say, "Up oh, the young guys coming in hot. Up, oh, up, no, he just missed the puck." Like it's hilarious. It's funny, and we had a lot of good clutch wins with him doing. It, by the way, it was like it was our secret weapon. That's weird, but it was like our secret weapon to a degree in some of those wins we had. Mm-hmm. We had some losses. But they were hilarious because a lot of times we lost because I'm cracking up and I'm not paying attention to anything I'm doing. Or I just was useless and just did not play at all. But to everybody listening, thank you for joining us for the first Real Really Gaming show. Uh, We'll be back here again talking more games. And we may actually have some guest commentary coming from a, I'll say, personal friend of ours. Uh, who's now become a full-blown professional fighting game professional. Uh, He may be joining us here one day soon, hopefully. Got to talk to him a bit, but get him on here so we can talk more on fighting games and how that's shaping out with the new tournaments and a lot of the new COVID regulations that have been going on around having these tournaments and all those fun things. Guys, this is Mar. That's Sean. Peace out. Again, thank you for listening. Good night.